Recently, I had an experience with credit card fraud that caused so much unnecessary stress and anxiety. I spent hours on the phone and in chats with my credit card company. I had to get two different cards before the fraud stopped and I was so worried about what was gonna happen to my money in my bank account. And I sometimes have the fear that it's gonna happen again, right? And that's why I'm so excited to introduce You Are The Healer's newest sponsor, Aura, an app for protecting online data and personal information. Cleaning up my information not only helps reduce the amount of spam I get, but it protects me from hackers who could use this information to help them access things like my social media accounts, bank accounts, and other sensitive information. Protecting yourself and your personal information is a form of self-care. I swear. Go to my sponsor, ara.com healer to get a 14-day free trial and have peace of mind knowing your information is safe. Again, that's ara, A-U-R-A, dot com slash healer for your two-week free trial. Therapy has been so largely beneficial on my mental health journey, and I'm really excited to announce that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you know me, you've probably heard me say that therapy is mandatory because there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking help, and I think that every single person who walks this earth needs it. So I'm really excited to be connected with BetterHelp and offer affordable and accessible therapy um, the link will be in my show notes, or you can go to betterhelp.com slash healer. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash healer. Welcome to the You Are the Healer podcast. This is Sydney Rindernecht, a psych nurse and your host, here to educate, support, and motivate and encourage you to be your own healer and to take care of yourself as we dive into different mental health topics. Let's get into the episode. Hi, welcome back to You Are The Healer. If this is your first time tuning in, hey, my name is Sydney Rindernecht and I am a psych nurse, super passionate about mental health. And this podcast is basically where I dive into topics that I'm interested in. We unpack some things, we educate, we support, we motivate. And I'm really excited uh, to be back for a lot of reasons. I have a new microphone, so I'm really geeked about it. I truly like now feel like a true podcaster. Like I have a setup. Okay, slide. Um, and we're just going to get into it. So what is a high, low, and lesson? So my low actually is today as I'm recording. I went to the dermatologist just to do some regular like you know, skin stuff. And I was like, oh, by the way, like I have a cute little red spot on my nose. Can you check it out? And sure enough, they were worried about it. And they said, hey, babe, might be carcinoma. We're going to give, we're going to biopsy it. And you'll know in seven to 10 days if it is cancer or not. So now I just have to, it's a Friday. I have to wait like it's business days. So probably two weeks until I know if I have skin cancer and um, at first I was like, oh, like skin cancer is honestly like pretty, pretty, pretty chill. Um, and when they were telling me, I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's fine. And then as I was driving home, I'm like, holy shit, what if I die? And I started like spiraling and like, literally I'm a nurse. So I know like <laughs> what types of cancer are like a big deal. And I mean, cancer in general is just a scary word. So I think that's kind of why I started like really freaking out a little bit. But I'm literally like in my head, like going full on into a daydream delusion of like, I'm in a hospital bed. I have no hair. All my friends are visiting me. I'm like, Sydney, literally, if this is cancer, like that wouldn't even, they would just take it out. Like, I don't need chemo or radiation. Like it's very like, like low risk type cancer. 
Uh, but either way, it made me scared and made me upset. And it was just the reminder that, like, nothing is forever, including your life. Um, and that, that truly is a low. Like, sometimes I feel like I am invincible and bad things won't happen to me. And this is just a reminder that no one is immune from bad things happening to them. So definitely a low. But I'm pretty confident that things are going to be okay regardless of the outcome. But, you know, yeah, girl likes to worry. Okay. My high is recently, um, I've been spending a lot of time outside and I'm truly coming into my like granola girl form. I did not camp or like hike at all growing up. I was very much an air conditioning queen growing up in Texas, but, um, I, I did a 14er. Okay. I did two 14ers in one day. If you don't know what a 14er is, it's a hike that goes up to 14,000 feet of elevation. They're big in Colorado. And honestly, people in Colorado are, are super ridiculous with their workouts. Um, this took me like eight or nine hours to do a hike. Um, but it was really cool. It was really pretty. I saw some goats. I think, yeah, it was like a billy goat. I think that's what they're called, but very cute. Um, and then I went backpacking and I saw this meteor shower and oh my gosh, it just felt like everything in my life had aligned for this moment. And I saw a bunch of shooting stars and I just feel truly, really grounded when I'm outside and I'm really enjoying getting more into like these hobbies of mine. It's kind of like I'm learning myself and I'm learning. I really do like to camp and be outside and be kind of gross and like dirty and it's fun to learn that about yourself and just being outside is so good for your mental health anyways. All right. So we're going to get into the lesson that I'm learning, which is essentially the topic of this episode. So throughout the past couple years, I've really been noticing my need for external validation and it's just coming up a lot more now. And I think I'm, I'm ready to kind of dive in and educate myself on it. So this episode, we're going to be talking about external validation, what it is, why we need it, things that make it better, make it worse. And then where are we moving from there? We're moving to an internal validation, which is a process I am still learning. I am coming to you from the boxing ring, right? I am not through it. I am very much in it. And I think that there's a lot to be said when someone's currently learning a lesson, you know, I don't want to come, come from a place that's like, Oh, this is what I did. And, and it worked for me and you should do it too. Um, no babe, I'm very much still struggling with this and you're going to hear about it. And hopefully you relate and you feel better. And we work through it together. That is the beauty of vulnerability. And part of why I love sharing is because I'm actively learning these things as I'm talking about them and having a conversation and hearing other people's feedback and like, it sparks a lot of discussion is really helpful for me to learn. And I know that like the collective consciousness, like when one person learns something, it literally raises the consciousness of all humans, right? So let's get into it. What is external validation? External validation is the process of seeking approval, recognition, or affirmation from outside sources, external sources, right? External validation, duh. It involves seeking reassurance, praise, or acknowledgement to validate one's worth, actions, opinions, or accomplishments. This validation often comes in the form of compliments, positive feedbacks, likes on social media, awards, or any other form of recognition that confirms your value or competence based on other people's opinions or judgments. And external validation has a huge role in shaping your self-esteem, your sense of worth, and we're talking about it now because it is relying on external factors to validate yourself, right? And why is this, why is this bad? Because it's not always sustainable. 
We'll get into that a little bit later, but basically external validation is a way to validate our own worth and our own sense of self. And it helps us feel when we get this praise from others, when we get compliments, it helps us feel like we belong to the group. It helps us feel connected. And I want to say before I start going off on external validation, that it is not bad to crave validation. In fact, our human brains are literally wired to crave this validation, right? We, from an evolutionary standpoint, we are social animals. Humans used to survive. Honestly, now I still feel like we use our social connections in order to survive and in order to evolve and advance. And so craving this validation is because we want to feel like we belong and we want to feel connection because that is how humans have survived. Like back when we were cavemen, if you were alone, you had to do everything by yourself. Tend to the fire, hunt, gather food, all of the things completely alone. Your chances of survival were low. And so we adapted by maintaining our social bonds and ensuring our place within our group. And external validation is a way that affirms that we belong, that we are part of the group, that we matter, really. And this is something that I struggle with is like acknowledging, okay, it's not bad to crave validation because I think my brain can go pretty black and white. And I logically know so much about mental health and what's healthy for you and what's, you know, what I want to move away from. I have a hard time telling myself like Sydney, it's okay to need validation because logically I'm like, I know external validation isn't sustainable, so I shouldn't need any of it, which is very unrealistic. So I mean, I'm saying this to myself and I'm saying this, I mean, I know it's going to relate to somebody else. Like it is okay to crave validation. It is literally your innate human evolutionary like response. Okay. It's very, very normal. And it proved in the past to be helpful. The reason I'm talking about it now is because I want, I so badly desire to feel worthy of myself in a way that is sustainable and external validation is not sustainable. You cannot 100% rely on other people's praise, on their compliments, on getting awards, getting likes on social media. First of all, it's unreliable. So when you're feeling low, you might not be able to feel good about yourself because it can change if it's external. And something I'm realizing is the only thing that you can control is your internal experience. And that's very hard because a lot of us want to control everything, right? The only thing you can control is your thoughts, feelings, behaviors. Everything else is up in the air. It is out of your control. So if you're relying on something that you can't control to help you literally feel your sense of worth and enoughness, it's, it's going to end at some point. It's going to, it's going to not, not work at some point. And I want something, I want to know within myself that I'm worthy, that I matter, that my life is meaningful, that the work I'm doing is important. And I want to know that within myself. I don't want to rely on all these, all these things that we'll talk about in order to feel better about myself. So I want to talk about different examples of external validation. And if one of them you super identify with, think of that as we're going through this podcast. So there's a ton of different forms of external validation, and we're just going to go through some of them. Compliments. Compliments is like someone praising you for literally anything. And we'll get into why external validation feels so good, right? Okay. But compliments, we have social media. So this is likes, comments, followers, 
that is a way to inflate yourself with external validation. Any award or recognition. This could mean winning something. Like, I literally looked right up at my fucking <laughs> sorority member of the year award that I got. That I honestly, I felt really great about it. It, like, validated all of my hard work. Um, this could be, like, being recognized at work. Um, a trophy. Some type of accolade. Um, but, and it's, like, a tangible way to basically be told good job, right? We have, um, like, positive reviews. This is, like, your boss telling you that you did a good job. Um, peer approval. This is your friends telling you, you know, anything positive about you, your actions, choice, behavior. We have parental approval. And honestly, I'm thinking my big old need for external validation comes from parental approval because I so badly wanted to feel like I was a good kid, like I was doing things right. And I, I think it's very natural for children to look at their parents, their caregivers for validation. It's like, do do you approve of me? Am I good? Am I bad? And when you're a kid, that's very important. And I think that I must have not gotten enough of that growing up. I think that I always felt like I made a lot of assumptions about myself and how my parents felt about me. And I think because of that, I assumed that I didn't have their approval, that I, you know, that they, they didn't give me that like innate feedback for me to know for sure. And this is no knock to my parents. I mean, we were literally reckless children and I was quite the handful, but so a big reason why I want to talk about external validation is because if you know my mental health story, if you don't, it's the first episode of this podcast. I think it's a great place to start because it helps you kind of know where I'm coming from and my experiences and why I care so much about mental health. But basically, um, I was super depressed as a teenager going through it, you know, self-harm, eating disorder, suicidal thoughts, attempts, all the, all the stuff. And that stopped when I got a boyfriend. So I learned that like having a relationship, having a significant other, that approval from somebody else means that I'm worthy, means that somebody cares about me. And so like, I basically associated having somebody around in a relationship with safety. And that I think is why I struggle so much with external validation is because it's like, I'm chasing that unmet childhood need for praise, for feeling like I'm good enough, like I'm okay, that I'm, you know, worthy. And I'm chasing it through other things now as an adult, like literally almost 20 years later. And so the next example is male validation or validation from any type of significant other. And this is the one I struggle with the most because it's so personal. And I think, you know, romantic relationships can get very intimate and it's like, this person knows you the best. And so they can adequately determine, am I worthy of love? Am I worthy of connection and belonging? And it just, that's personally like my, like my, um, most relevant relationship to validation is through men. And we can definitely get into that and we will because, well, let's just get into it now. Fuck it. <laughs> um, I, my therapist tells me this all the time, like the main thing that I work on in therapy is like my need for validation, especially from men. And she tells me, she's like, don't feel bad for craving val male validation in a patriarchal society. Like we are literally all conditioned that the, uh, like the, the best, most powerful person are men. And so when they validate you, it feels so good because we are all socialized to think that they are like better than us, that their opinion matters more, that they're, 
smarter, that they, they have more of a hierarchy in society. So if you get the highest person on the totem pole to validate you, you, you feel really good about yourself, right? And so if anyone struggles with the need for male validation, one, you are not alone, babe. I guarantee you, like everybody on this planet that has been socialized as a woman, even if you're not attracted to men, you probably crave male validation because we are raised as women to appease men. And if you're a man listening to this and you're like, Sydney, I think you're kind of a little intense about that. Um, there is no way to understand an experience that you like, how do I want to say this with oppression, any type of oppression, there is no way to fully understand unless you have experienced it yourself. And like, Men can try their best to understand what women go through, but there are so many nuances and little like microaggressions with the patriarchy that like, if, unless you are, are like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, unless people assume that you are a woman, you cannot understand. Like, okay. Anyways, that's enough of that. <laughs> so if you crave male validation, you are not alone and we can unpack this together and you can find a reliable source of self-worth within inside yourself. That's what we're going to end with, right? How can I have the sustainable knowing that I am good enough, that I belong, that I am worthy within myself without looking to these external things and people and all this other stuff. Some more examples of external validation. It goes kind of similar to male validation, but Validation on your physical appearance. So being told that you're pretty, that you're skinny, that you're, that you have nice style, that you have cool glasses, whatever it is, that is a way to kind of validate yourself even further. And then there's also the last one I'll end with is like educational achievements. So this could be graduating college. This could be getting an A on a test, right? These types of things kind of inflate your superficial sense of self-worth because what I want to talk about is all of these things have nothing to do with your worthiness. You were born inherently worthy. You were born deserving of love simply just because you're, you exist, right? If you didn't have these achievements, if you didn't have good looks, if you didn't have a significant other, that doesn't mean that you're not worthy of good things and you're not worthy of love. It's, it's the way that we are conditioned that makes us think this because we get positive reinforcement from these superficial things, but that is not where our worth comes from. Okay. And I want to talk about why does external validation feel so good? <laughs> because I wouldn't have such a hard time, you know, cutting it out if it wasn't doing something for me. That's always what I think. If, I, if you're trying to cut something out of your life and you're having a hard time, you can acknowledge I'm having a hard time because it's obviously doing something good for me. It's obviously some sort of benefit, whether it's very obvious or not, but that can be why it's hard to give things up. It's like you're benefiting from it in some way. So there are physiological, psychological, and social factors that make external validation feel so good. And we'll get into it. So the first thing from a neurological standpoint is external validation releases dopamine. It is the neurotransmitter that is associated with pleasure and reward. So it's literally chemically making you feel good when you get a compliment, when you get praise, when you get recognized for something, you're like, Oh my gosh, I feel so good. Now I want more of it. And that's the cycle of dopamine. Um, it, it's like a, it's almost like a chemical addiction, right? And then I already talked about like seeking connection and belonging. These are our innate 
human needs, right? It's on our hierarchy of needs because it, it, at one point, that's how we survived, right? And so that is very deeply ingrained. And that's why it feels so good because you're like, oh my gosh, I belong. Like, I'm going to be okay, right? Another reason <laughs> external validation feels so good is because it boosts your self-esteem. And when I was really kind of gra- like grappling with, why do I have this huge need for male validation? Like, what's it about? I'll get into a little story. <laughs> so this was at my old job. I was working and this super hot pediatrician came in. And I mean, oh my God, this guy's like gorgeous. Like he looks like a statue. He literally looks like Jesse from Grey's Anatomy. And he's a pediatrician. So I'm like watching him interact with these kids. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with him. And then I Googled at work. I Googled, why am I boy crazy? (laughs) And you know the first thing that came up? It said low self-esteem. I was like, (laughs) it was like a knife to the chest. I was like, damn, like I can't just think people are hot. Like, come on. Um, No. Well, I mean, you can't just think people are hot. But from what I was looking at, And like, from what I was experiencing, it was definitely low self-esteem. And when you get validation from other people, when you get validation from external sources, it boosts your self-esteem and your self-worth. I mean, it gives you that little hit of dopamine and it's like reassurance, right? Oh, like I matter. I'm significant. I belong. Right. And that's, that's really like, those are core needs that we feel. And so feeling like our self-esteem is up a little bit. That's such a good feeling. Like we want to keep feeling that. Um, what else do we have? So, um, external validation also helps with comparison. Um, it's like proof that we are better than others. We are more accomplished than others. And that makes us feel good about ourselves, but it's in a, it's in a way that's like not even true because when you compare yourself to other people, it's not even like an accurate comparison. Cause you have no idea what they're working with. You only know what you're working with. So it's like, external validation really gives you this false sense of like self-worth and it's not, it's not deep. It's not meaningful. Right. And the last couple benefits that I'll talk about with external validation, it gives you immediate gratification, especially now with, with technology and social media, getting praise and that gratification is like a quick immediate reward. And it's, it's like, you want more and more and more of it. And I mean, it feels good to be immediately gratified. That's why social media is so addicting. Let's actually, let's just get into social media now because social media ties so closely with external validation because you're using these literally external things, likes, followers, comments, views to determine if whatever you're posting is good or not. And a lot of times what we're posting is like a curated image of ourselves. So it's like, we're putting our best, most curated self forward. And we're basically telling people like, do you like me? Is this good? Do I matter? Do I fit in? And what we're doing subconsciously, and if you have any like hesitation, you're like, oh, social media, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's bad for me, well, whatever. Like really kind of take that mindset back and, and truly try to listen and understand because there's a reason why a lot of people talk about social media and its effect on mental health because it chemically does something to you. What we're doing when we go on social media subconsciously, I don't think anyone is consciously doing this. And honestly, the more conscious that I get with my technology use, the less I use technology. Because when you open Instagram or whatever, pick your, pick your fill in the blank, right? When you open social media, subconsciously, your brain is looking at who am I compared to all of these people? 
am I doing the right things? Am I fitting in? Am I, am I achieved enough? Am I getting enough likes? Am I getting the same amount of likes as everybody? They have more followers than me. That must mean that they matter more than I matter, right? And it can sound kind of ridiculous when you say it out loud, but that is literally what our brains subconsciously are thinking. I know every time I open Instagram, I literally hate Instagram. If, if you know me, I literally am like, if you see me on the app, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I just, it, now I've curated it so it's all memes and mental health stuff. But if I open my personal Instagram, it is literally engagement, wedding, baby, relationships, out the wazoo. And I feel like shit immediately because my brain is comparing myself to every single person on my feed. And I'm saying, oh, I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, I'm not married. I'm not having babies anytime soon. Should I be doing that if that's what everybody else is doing? And then it's this disgusting cycle of like, I'm not enough is how I feel. And that's why social media is so detrimental because you are not accurately looking at other people's lives. You are looking at the highlight reels. And I know that people say this, but you are looking at the best picture that they got out of 50 pictures. You are looking at the peak moment of someone's family when you don't see, you know, the sleepless nights, the arguments, the threats of divorce, which I know happen, especially in these young marriages. Anyways, I won't go off on that, but basically social media is so tied to external validation and it, it gives you that instant gratification too. So when you post something, you know, you post a hot pic. I do it all the time. Okay. I am, I'm a victim of using social media to feel better about myself and I'm even conscious of it, which I think might be a little bit worse, <laughs> but let's say you take a picture of yourself. You're feeling good. You post it and you don't get a lot of likes. You're like, holy shit. Am I not as hot as I think I am? Like what's wrong with the picture? You you start thinking I'm not good enough because I don't have these external things. Right. And that's why we want to move away from external validation because we want to feel good about ourselves regardless of all of these things. And yes, you can use social media to boost your sense of self. But like I've been talking about, it's not a, it's not a deep, meaningful sense of self. It's a very surface level, egotistical way to feel good about yourself. Okay. That's that on social media. If you are like Sydney, you're speaking facts. Um, let me know because honestly, I might do like a full episode on social media because I have thoughts. Obviously, I have some thoughts about it. All right. The last uh, thing that I'll say as to why external validation is good is because it like acknowledges your hard work. If you really work hard at your job and your boss tells you, hey, man, keep it up. I'm loving whatever you're producing, you know, whatever your job is. It's like, oh, wow, like my time and energy was spent well because someone recognized it, right? And so it's all of these things that help us or it's all of these reasons why we are so caught up in external validation because it, I mean, it chemically makes us feel really, really good about ourselves. So how do we move from external validation to internal validation? How can we have a reliable sense of self-worth? How can we be intrinsically motivated? Because all of these external things, like I've been saying, it's not sustainable and there's a better, more meaningful way that we can feel good about ourselves. So how the hell do we do that? (laughs) Let's get into the benefits of internal validation. Okay. I already talked about increased self-esteem, but in a way that's sustainable. Um, We also have intrinsic motivation. So when you validate yourself you motivate yourself. Your values, interests, passions drive you versus external things that maybe other people care about. And 
this gives you more fulfillment and satisfaction because like you are being driven by the things that matter to you. And the great thing about being humans is we all value and appreciate different things. So if you're looking at like the group mentality, it's not going to feel as good because it's not really what you care about. Okay. Internal validation also increases resilience. So you can, you know, bounce back from challenges and setbacks because your self-worth isn't tied to the external. It's not tied to your failure or your achievements. Um, internal validation also promotes authenticity, which is something I super care about, which is why I super want to quit relying on external validation. Um, it also causes reduced anxiety because your self-worth isn't something that's up for debate right? And that can, that can really cause you to feel anxious if you don't feel good enough about yourself. Also internal validation really cuts out comparison, which I talked about in the previous episode with my sister Ava. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Um, how comparison really tanks your mental health. So if, if you internally validate yourself, you feel less of a need to compare yourself to other people. Also, this one's super interesting. If you internally validate yourself, you are less vulnerable to manipulation because you know your self-worth and you know what's important to you. And so you're not as susceptible to people that might try to sway you with their praise or their compliments or whatever their motives are. You know yourself and you know your worth. And so you won't stand up for manipulation if you internally motivate or internally validate yourself. It's also super empowering to, to know your self-worth just given everything that's in you. Okay. You don't need these external things. That's very empowering. Internal validation also causes healthier relationships, which I'm really seeing this, um, come to fruition. Like I'm like, I, I like joke. I'm like microdosing relationships by having like pretty casual things with guys, but I'm noticing that I really depend on a significant other to validate me. And so that's really part of why this is coming up because I want to internally validate myself so that I feel like self-assured regardless. And like, I know that I'm worthy regardless of what someone's telling me or how they're acting or how they're treating me. Also internal validation promotes positive self-talk, which we'll talk about that is a way to really curb the need for external validation. And also you're a better decision maker when you validate yourself internally, because you know yourself enough to know like what matters to you and, and how to proceed forward. You don't need all, you don't need to ask a million people, Hey, should I do this thing? Because you know, within yourself, because you have all that validation. You don't need somebody else telling you what to do to know that it's right for you. Okay. Now we are going to get into how the hell do I internally validate myself? Because I like, this isn't something that's talked about and it's something that really has a direct correlation on your mental health. So this is what I came up with. First thing that you need to do is disconnect from external validation and easier said than done, but there are some quick, easy ways to do it, right? You can take a social media break. You can delete it all together. I mean, if you're really, really dedicated, right? I know something that if I'm feeling pretty bad about myself, I get off social media, all forms of social media, because I really use it in a subconscious, kind of conscious now way to feel better about myself. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to disconnect from it. And this is something that I was grappling with. Um, literally, like in the last couple of days, I was hardcore realizing like I have this huge need for male validation. Oh my gosh. Like I feel so important. If a man pays attention to me, I feel so like cared about 
and like like worthy and then if they don't I'm like holy shit like I don't matter at all and so what I'm doing is I was having this like internal debate with myself because I was like should I just like like have a couple more boyfriends like should I just like throw some more people on the roster and then I was like Sydney you are literally doing this to feel better about yourself and it's not fair to other people to use them to inflate your sense of self so it's not genuine right and so I decided I was like I'm either gonna get a bunch more boyfriends or like completely like take a break from dating and I decided I'm gonna pump the brakes and I'm gonna really kind of cleanse myself from this external need for men um and that is the kind of the first step that I'm on right now to motivate myself to internally validate myself so we're disconnecting from internal val- external validation and this could mean a bunch of different things right but for me it's looking like taking a break from dating taking a break from social media and then the next thing we're going to do is get to know yourself get to know your values your strengths your weaknesses your goals your aspirations because if you truly know yourself then you don't need other people's decisions and opinions because I think a lot of times we look for other people for reassurance. Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But let's say like, you know that you value education. Like education is very important to you. And so because your decision-making skills are increased because you're validating yourself internally, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school because I value education and I want to want to learn and you won't ask other people, hey, should I go back to school? Like, is it something I should do? Because if you are self-aware, if you know what you value, then you can confidently make the decision to do whatever it is that you want to do. You don't need other people to sway you because you're confident, you're self-aware, you know what you want out of life. And other people can't tell you that. Other people can tell you what they think and what they value, but honestly, it's like this group mentality that's just garbage. Like the more time that you spend with yourself, getting to know you, increasing your self-awareness, the less you will need other people and these external things to feel good about yourself. Okay. So we're getting to know ourselves. We're spending time alone. We are doing things to, to increase our awareness of what we're good at, what we need to improve on. What do we value? That That's something I'm going to do an episode on the future because your values really relates to your mental health journey because it's like, what's important to you. And I, I feel like I say this a lot, but what's really cool is, is people value different things. So something that you think is really important, someone literally might not care about at all. And so it's so important to find what you value because you can bring completely different things to the table than other people based on what you care about. Okay. All right, so we're getting to know ourselves. We're increasing our self-awareness. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to celebrate ourselves, babe. Okay, if you're constantly looking to other people to give you that compliment, to give you that praise for doing a good job, you can do that yourself, okay? And it might be a little corny depending on your relationship with yourself, but I know in other episodes I've talked about like giving yourself a high five in the mirror. Like that literally feels so good to do. And I know it's kind of corny, but listen, If you are expecting things out of other people, if you are expecting people to compliment you, to tell you that you're doing a good job, that is something that you can do for yourself. And I really learned this through, um, I was listening to a little bit of Jay Shetty's book, um, The Eight Rules of Love. I can link it below. But it was really saying like, it's all about love. And the beginning of the book is like, how can you love yourself? Which I'm sure everyone's like, oh, it's so corny, but literally, If you are looking at other people to give you things, whatever it is, external validation, you can give that to yourself first. And then you're not 
looking at other people in a transactional way. What can you give me? How can you make me feel better? Because you're already feeling good within yourself. So everything else is surplus. You don't need other people, but they add value to your life. And that is a really great place to come from because you're not going to settle for people that give you crumbs. You're not going to settle for a job that sucks, right? Because you feel good within yourself and you can give yourself these things. So it's like, unless you're adding this great value to my life, I don't need you. And so you'll have healthier relationships. You'll have more meaningful connections and, and, and jobs and experiences because you're coming from a place of I am enough and I am full and I can add more, but I don't need you in order to feel full. Right. And so that's like really where I want to get is I want to get to a place where I can give myself all of the things that I'm looking for other people to give me. And this has become a really fun game for me personally. Like I will compliment myself in my head, like no one's business. Like I am like my own, like I think of myself as I am the own, I am, words are hard. I am my own love of my life and I will spend my entire life pursuing me. And if I want romance in someone else, um, babe, I give that to myself. I make myself dinner and I'll light a candle and I'll play some music. And I'm like, Sydney, oh, you're such a good cook. Thank you so much for making me dinner. And it's kind of like silly, but it really makes me feel good about myself. And for a while, when I was like completely single, I was super focusing on this. And I was like, everything that I want in a relationship, I'm giving to myself. And then I hardcore realized like, wait, I really don't need anybody because no one can love me like I can love me. No one has been there my entire life to know in like all the intricacies of my brain and what I like and what I don't like, except for me. Like I know myself so well and I am able to love myself better than anybody else. So we can give ourselves ourselves these things that we are looking for in other people. We can give ourselves praise. If you like do something that you're proud of at work, literally pat yourself on the back and be like, babe, great job. Like you are so good at this job. And you can say it in your head, you can say it out loud. Like saying it changes the wiring of your brain. So where you're not beating yourself up, you are building yourself up and you're like your own biggest cheerleader because it's like the relationship with yourself has so much potential. Like you can completely change it and you can make your head such a good place to be, which is really exciting. I had this thought the other day that like, I am the only one that I will be with forever. <laughs> And at first I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. Like, that's incredible. Like, I can cultivate this relationship and it's not going anywhere. The great thing about internal validation is no one can take it away from you. It's not going to leave you like other people and other circumstances will. If you learn how to internally validate yourself, you can rely on it. It's not going anywhere. Literally, like, it is so cool to think about that. Okay. That was a little bit of a... A tangent but I like the tangents okay so we're giving we're giving ourselves what we want in other people right we're giving ourselves that validation we're also celebrating ourselves all of our wins okay you get out of bed you make your bed you say Sydney great job making your bed I'm so proud of you and that's a tiny little thing you don't have to celebrate oh wow I got this promotion what a, what a big deal it can literally be something so small like you know what I got dressed today slay you know okay the next thing we're gonna do to rely on internal validation is we're going to give ourselves self-compassion. Okay. This kind of goes hand in hand with celebrating yourself. We're going to treat ourselves 
like we treat our friends. We are going to be kind to ourselves. We are going to give ourselves grace. If we make a mistake, it is okay. Think about if I'm having a hard time with myself, I think like if my friend was in the situation, what would I say to them? And I'm much nicer. And then I say that to myself, literally out loud. I write it down. I say it in my head because the practice of that increases the likelihood that you're going to do it again. It's like the, the habit of being nice to yourself once you do it a couple times, it get it gets easier and easier. And then you just live in this incredible world where your brain is a good place to be and you're nice to yourself and you're like rooting for yourself and you're not your own biggest critic. Like it's incredible. <laughs> Anyways, the last thing we're going to do is we are going to challenge our self-talk because a lot of times if we use external validation, it's because we don't feel good about ourselves. So how can we challenge our self-talk? mindfulness. Okay. This is when meditating comes in. This is when journaling comes in. Basically just being aware of your thoughts and what you're thinking. Because if you notice yourself saying like, wow, I don't feel good enough. You can pause and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. That was a bit of a negative thought, babe. How can we replace it? What do we want to replace it with? And you can say, I am enough. I am worthy. And you do that enough times and you nip the negative self-talk in the butt and then you feel better. You have better self-esteem. You don't need these external things to feel better about yourself because you're doing the work for yourself. You know, a great way to challenge negative self-talk affirmations. So we're going to get into some affirmations for internal validation. And this is something you can tune into whenever you feel like you're really relying on that external validation. So I'm going to say it. You're going to say it. And we're going to say it together. Okay. And say it with your chest, say it like you mean it. Okay. Put your hands on your hips and, and give it like an echo, give it a boom. Okay. We want some substance to it because if you're half-assing this, you're only half-assing it for yourself. Okay. Let's get into it. I am inherently worthy. I am inherently worthy. I deserve to feel good. I deserve to feel good. I am worthy and deserving of love and respect just as I am. I am worthy and deserving of love and respect just as I am. My self-worth is not determined by others' opinions of me. My self-worth is not determined by others' opinions of me. I am proud of my progress and growth. I am proud of my progress and growth. I value and appreciate myself for who I am. I value and appreciate myself for who I am. I am enough and worthy of happiness and success. I am enough and worthy of happiness and success. And lastly, my self-worth comes from within and is not dependent on external validation. My self-worth comes from within and is not dependent on external validation. Okay, you guys, if we practice these affirmations, it will bring us a stronger sense of self, okay? It helps us develop a positive space in our brain, which isn't that what we all want. Okay. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. In summary, we talked about external validation. What is it? Why does it feel so freaking good? What are some examples of it? And then what is internal validation? What are some ways that we can 
curb our need for external validation and how can we come and validate ourselves and then we ended with some affirmations okay babes thank you thank you thank you so much for listening i truly appreciate all of your support if you love the podcast i would super love it if you reviewed it if you shared it um you can message me on instagram it's at you are the healer like you and an r my personal is sydney rinder i'm pretty much all social medias um you can support me through all of the links in the show notes and just spreading the word about the podcast it really goes a long way um i love you guys so much your support means the world to me thank you for giving me a space to share and to create it feels so good and until the next episode take care of yourself i believe in your ability to help yourself and may you be well quick disclaimer that all the views expressed in you are the healer are my own they are not a substitute for any legal professional mental health advice it is just educational purposes and me sharing my experiences this podcast is not intended to replace any professional medical or mental health advice